Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. So what were you doing when you were 19? Me, I was working in a bank. I was going roller skating two nights a week with friends, basically having a lot of fun. What about David when he was 19 living in Sierra Leone in West Africa? He was on the run from an army that wanted to take his life and the life of his family. He was fleeing through bushland. David shares. My uncle was really involved with the government. Your uncle? He was a musician. And he used to sing um, music for the government. Yeah. And when the opposition um, people came in who started the war, they were looking for my family, for my uncle and all his family. Why? Because he was a threat to the um, people that started the war. He was a threat. Because they said my uncle was in favor of the government by the time. You're kidding. And so what happened? So they were looking for us to kill us. Oh, my goodness. Some of the, the relatives that they were able to capture suffered um, a huge persecution. Some were killed, some were beaten, some have the marks on them. And what happened to you guys? We have to run away the night. Yeah, at night time? Yes, we went through bush to the neighboring country. You walked? We walked. Day and night. Day and night? Day and night in a thick bush. In the bushland? Yes, please. For how long? It was for three days before we can get to the neighboring country. Did you take food and water? No food. No food, no water. We used to uh, drink well water. Wherever we we see water on the way, that's what we will eat or whatever we will drink. Fruits on on the way, yeah. What about food? No food, Chris. How did you survive? We have to survive with only water that we can meet on the way. Kidding me. We finally arrived in Guinea, the neighboring country. We went straight to um, UNHCR camp. Did you? Yes, because there were lots of um, camp in, in, the, in that country. And what did they do? They have to take all our um, um, details, name and address, where we're coming from, what happened, and then they admitted us into the camp. So you were in a camp for 10 years? Yes, please. Till you were 29? Yes, please. Oh, my goodness. Yes. What, what happened there? What were you doing every day, every week? So, again, in that camp, they have church people that will also come to the camp and look at this refugee and try to give hope to them through the Word of God. And because I'm coming from that background, I get myself involved with this church in mm. Konakwe. Yep. And so, um, the pastor will now, um, um, on a Sunday, come with the... The boss pick us from the camp, take us to church, and after church he will give us some food, and then at night time drop us back at the camp. Incredible. So your whole life had completely changed yes. virtually in three days. Yes. We're talking with David. At the age of 19, he and his family in Sierra Leone had fled from an army who wanted to take their lives during the 1991 war. How did you get out of the camp? So after this um, 10 years, we now met with this um, Red Cross guy. Red Cross guy? Yes. Who said, um, your uncle has gone to Australia. I know you. And he has been trying to... That's the musician. He's been trying to what? The musician. The uncle that I said was the musician. Yeah. He, he have then now 
because I think his one was so um, fast-tracked that he got people to help him immediately when he came to that country to help him to come to Australia. And so we were there. We didn't know where he was because we were attacked at a night time. And you couldn't wait for any family member. So you didn't know whether he was with you or not when you escaped? That's I didn't know. And we, because there was, by, there was no communication by then. Oh, wow. So he, we lose track of him. He too um, lost track of us. And then this Red Cross guy said, Oh, I, your uncle was here and he has been helped by IMO. I think IMO, International yeah. for, I don't know the meaning but I could remember the initials. So how were you able to get to Australia? So this Red Cross guy now traced my uncle, and my uncle too was tracing us, not knowing that he too has given our name to Red Cross, to Red Cross people to look for us. He was searching for you. Searching for us. And when he saw us, then he was the one who was able to link us to our uncle here in Australia. And then that's the time now when we, started talking with our uncle, ah, we, there was happiness. Wow. Because uncle now will start sending some money for us to have food. So we don't depend anymore on the supply from UNHCR and Red Cross. Wow. How long did it take from that point to get to Australia? Well, that's why the Salvation Army, God uses the Salvation Army to change my story, change my life. Yeah. Change everything about me. That's why the Salvation Army is my, is my baby, is my mother, is my father. Yeah. I'm not leaving the Salvation Army. Because Uncle now can communicate with us. And he has tried immigration agents here in Australia to help them, to help him bring us to Australia. No one helped. Then someone said, go to the Salvation Army. Yeah. They help bring refugee people to Australia. And since the day my uncle walked through the doors of the Salvation Army and met with Luke Gary, yeah. the lawyer, Luke Gary, and Luke Gary took over all our paperwork, started working on them. Today, I'm here in Australia. That's incredible. Having a better life. My kids have a better life. A life that I didn't have. That's David's story, at the age of 19, fleeing on foot from his hometown in Sierra Leone to the safety of a neighbouring country, and now he's in Australia. And he's safe, and he's well. Light and Life, the Salvos weekly radio show. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.